0: And that's ultimately a hard conversation and it is a risk. And it's the hardest thing that we have to do as planners to convince clients to see it that way.
1: It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor, Ben Schrock.
2: Well, the goal for everyone is to live as long as possible, right? That's what we all aim to do. We take care of ourselves. We build a retirement plan that will get us into retirement and take care of us in retirement. The truth is there are some risks for living a long time when it comes to your finances. Not everybody prepares for a long, long retirement. Hopefully you work with a financial advisor like the team at BA Schrock that will help you with that. But there are a lot of risks for living a long time. We're going to talk about those on today's show. So it's going to be a very interesting topic and, and one I'm curious to hear Ben's thoughts on. And I'll come in, welcome him in now. Ben, how's everything going at the office? It's going well. We're um,
0: still loving the new space. Clients are loving it. So it's a great space for us to grow into and uh, I know we talk a lot about it, but we couldn't be more proud of it. We got uh, a couple, I think we're doing a ribbon cutting here and a, a couple of weeks, and I think we're going to do a couple of that or pair that with a client event. So we just got to watch it. In today's world, I wish we could throw a big party like we you know usually do with our clients, but with all the COVID and, and restrictions around that, we can't have everyone crammed into the office at once. So we're going to make the best of it. I know we're going to do some sort of event here to limit the numbers and have maybe time slots associated with that. So we're right. definitely looking forward to doing something
2: and showing it off a little bit fun. That sounds like a good time. So good luck to you. And again, congratulations on the new space. Before you end our main topic today, I wanted to get your thoughts on an item that's been in the news quite a bit. And I'm, I'm assuming that you probably talked to your clients about this topic, maybe a good bit here in 2020. But you know, the 30 year mortgage rates have did drop below 3%. They're they're really at historical lows, I think for a lot of retirees are probably shocked at how low the rates have gotten considering, you know, a lot of our parents bought homes in the, in the teens for interest rate. But With the rates where they currently are... What are you talking about with your clients in terms of going out to buy a new house or refinancing? Where does that fit into a lot of people's plans right now?
0: Yeah, I think really with the clients that carry a mortgage. So most of our retirees, Ben, don't have a mortgage. Some of them do, and that's okay. But for those that do, and we know they do, or our younger clients that are carrying a mortgage, and even if they're relatively new to the mortgage, I constantly say, get out there and get a refinance or or see or talk to a mortgage broker or someone at the bank that can advise you on this because you're going to potentially potentially save a lot of money on the long run. And if you really crunch the numbers, and I'll tell them, you know, a good mortgage broker will run that for you with you know the closing costs and things associated with the loan. At what point you'll kind of break even on that cost in terms of your interest payment? And in fact, speaking from personally, we're going through a refinance right now in our house, and we are able to go from like four three seven five down to two seven. So it was a huge drop, and I thought four or three was a great rate, and and here we are under three percent, and I, I'm tickled. So I can't urge everyone enough to go out there and, and look at it and see if there's ways to save
2: yeah definitely some ways to save and we did the same thing Ben we were able to to drop more than a point on our our interest rate so yeah it's a great opportunity for a lot of people right now so at least worth uh, discussing with the financial professional to kind of see if it makes sense for you long term but it is a big deal and it's a big story here in 2020
0: it is and I'm going to add something real quick to that too okay. Ben because like in certain client situations where they're used to paying a certain payment and maybe it frees up a couple hundred dollars a month. I challenge that client then. I say, don't just you know waste that $100 a month. What if we look at dumping that on the mortgage, get debt free a lot quicker? So just because we have freed up cash flow doesn't mean we got to spend it. Let's look at a way to either save that, invest it, or plow that money into that mortgage and pay that thing off instead of 30 years. We can knock that thing down in 20 or 18 and run some amortization schedules out there and actually see what we can do with this. And I think once we show them that or once we talk about certain things like that, clients get excited. So they love being debt free or being able to be debt free. And if we have a plan and a vision to to utilize that money and not really change their cash flow, it's even better.
2: Yeah, that's a great point. You want to make sure you're putting that money to work that you are able to save. And that's a good opportunity for people. Well, today we're talking about longevity risks. And, you know, we all want to live a long time. It shouldn't be a bad thing, right? But, you know, it is, it can be for retirement if you're not, completely prepared for it. So we're going to talk about how that longevity plays a role in your financial plan and try to have an honest conversation about how you deal with you know this problem, if we want to call it a problem, of living too long. So let's talk about your clients a little bit, Ben, and kind of get an idea just to kind of try to frame this conversation for, you know, what ages are normal right now for people. So obviously the death rate, I think, still Right around 100%. I haven't checked it recently, Ben, but, uh, you know, our lifespans are increasing. I mean, it is, it is a, a big point of discussion and emphasis for a lot of people and a lot of companies right now to try to keep people healthier. But how old is your oldest client?
0: Yeah, so our oldest client will be 92 this year. So she was born in 1928, I believe. So when you look back, awesome. that's a long time ago. And it's kind of cool to see, you know, what we're starting to see now, Ben, is Parents that are, you know, in their 80s or 90s that are clients of ours, their children are now retiring or already retired and clients of ours. So we have two generations of clients in our book of business. So it's really neat seeing that retiring with your parents, something that you don't really think about or think is possible, but yeah. we're actually living
2: it and seeing it. It's, it's really cool. That is cool. I hadn't really ever thought about that. That is a pretty neat to be able to retire and enjoy that time with your yeah. your parents. Hopefully uh, people have that opportunity. How about the oldest are the longest living person in your family? What age did they reach? Yeah, so my aunt, my well, I don't know how many great great aunts she
0: was. Aunt Roberta was her name, and she was, I believe, she made it to one hundred two, one hundred three, and I think she outlived three husbands, and uh, she was a spitfire. But she <laughs> was, uh, uh, I think, she was still mowing her own yard and doing her own all her own landscaping into her mid to late nineties. Wow. So. You know, back to what we said in the last podcast, right? Staying active, staying healthy, and and fit. She was in great shape and lived a nice, long life.
2: Who is the oldest person that you've known personally? Is it Aunt Roberta? I would say, I
0: would say Aunt Roberta. Yeah, and and she was. And the cool thing was, she was really. All there mentally, all the way up until pretty much that last year of life. She really lived it to its fullest. So it was really cool to hear some of the stories. And, man, did she have tons of those because of when she was born and what she's seen and what she lived through is is really fascinating. And and I love – that's one thing I love about this business is I'm a big – history nerd i love listening to clients and their stories and and those that are in their 80s or 90s and what they lived through and and maybe what their parents went through and a lot of them tell stories about coming over here to the country and it's just really kind of cool to sit back and talk and i could sit there and listen for hours because it is really fascinating to, to hear where some of our clients have been and and some of the things they've seen and aside from just reading in the history books you know these people actually lived it and are here to tell us about it so it's
2: really really neat yeah, those firsthand stories are really cool to hear being yeah. passed down. Well, I wanted to kind of get a sense. I asked you those just to get a sense of kind of, you know, how old people are. And, you know, we all, I think all of us have experience with somebody in their family that got into their 90s, late 90s. And, you know, it's becoming more common right now. And as I mentioned, a lot of companies are investing a lot of money in, in keeping their employees healthy. I mean, that's a, been a big push over the last 10 to 20 years, you know, is the wellness of their employees, that work-life balance. So it's a coveted thing, but why is it considered risky from a financial planning perspective living a long time? I think, again, and that's such an awkward conversation when I tell people
0: that and say that the biggest risk in your portfolio is you living long. And when you think when you say that to someone, you're like, well, that's not a very nice thing to say. But it is. I said that's the ultimate risk that we have as a financial planner because we don't have the crystal ball. We don't know how long you're going to live. Neither does the client sitting across the table. So we have to plan for a long life because if we do not then we show you running out of money too soon then what you know then are we going to be on a medicaid route where we need uh, government assistance to live are we going to be moving in with a child or a grandchild for that matter to be helped on for the rest of our life so Planning for a long life means that there's a long draw on that money. So all those retirement savings we've had, aside from Social Security and pension, that means we have to make sure that lasts a lifetime. So it is a delicate balance when we're having that conversation with someone that doesn't necessarily want to pass on money to the next generation, wants to spend all their money, but showing them, OK, we, we have a responsibility here for you as my client. I don't want you running out of money while you're still alive. And that's ultimately a, a hard conversation. And it is a risk. And it's the hardest thing that we have to do as planners to convince clients to see it that way.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it can be difficult. And it's, it's tough to plan for that. I mean, we don't nobody knows when they're going to die. So it's, it's hard to work out the math for that. And so I can't blame anybody that isn't prepared for that. But how effectively do you think the average person actually addresses these challenges that come along with with living a long time? I think they
0: do a good job in terms of okay, where where is that income going to go? How long is it going to last? But I don't think they think about the alternatives of you know the the medical insurance piece or the long term care insurance. Should they go into a, a nursing home facility? So and the costs associated with that, Ben. So and that number is constantly growing and growing and growing. So as we're seeing people live longer and longer, and the baby boomer generation is in that that age generation that's getting up and up in age. There's becoming a larger need for those types of facilities, um, the long-term care facilities or assistance with you at home, someone coming to the home to take care of you. So that cost, I would assume, is going to continue to rise because the need is going to be such a a large amount of people out there that are going to need it that people don't plan for that accordingly, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it does. And, you know, let's let's close out the conversation with a story or maybe just kind of a... Yeah, anecdote about somebody that you've worked with that you helped and you've spent some time on to build that plan and fashion it around, you know, making sure they're comfortable with that whole idea of running out of money because that is the biggest fear for so many people. How did you help them?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was really a, a client that was honestly the one that sticks out in my head the most is a client that did not want to pass on money. So we kind of really hammered that down and say, how can we responsibly spend all this money? Over your lifetime, and at what age can we all agree upon this thing running out? So it was building a plan kind of different than our, our usual approach. Like we would like to see money all the way out to age 100 and 110, if we, if at all possible. So it was kind of fitting this client's goals and objectives for him to say, how can I spend all this money out, and at what age am I okay doing that? So it really took a lot of time for us to build out this income strategy for him to safely distribute this amount of money over the next so many years. And I think we were we agreed upon the age of. 95 he was completely comfortable with running out of money and again obviously there's some serious liability issues there too because if he runs out of money and you know we're still there saying okay we're still alive well he could come after us right and say well you should have changed my plan or done something different so we have to make sure legally that you know we're all covered and we all agree upon this we sign off on it and and make sure that everyone's on board so that's kind of a different answer, I guess, to your question, Ben, but it's, it, was a, it was kind of a very satisfying and fulfilling conversation because we did exactly what the client wanted to, and he had gone to many other people before him to, that told him he, he couldn't spend it all. I wanted him to have so much money at the end of the day, and here we are telling him, okay, if you want to do it, here's how we're going to do it, mm-hmm. and we all agreed upon it, so it was, it was really neat to see that process unfold.
2: Well, if you want to start with that process and try to get a plan in place cuz I think that's the most important thing Ben is is don't, you know, you got to sit down and try to lay this thing out and and plan for it because you know, you could easily, especially if you were living or plan to live the 95 like this person did or wanted to kind of structure a plan around, it'd be tough for anybody to try to put together a financial plan for 30 years on their own. Yeah,
0: I totally agree. I mean, and, and again, just take the time, sit down with someone like myself. I know our first meetings take about an hour of time. So I think everyone owes it to themselves to just sit down with a, a qualified professional for an hour, have that conversation, see if they can help and see if you can move forward and,
2: and build that plan. Yeah, one hour of your time's absolutely worth it for the long run, no doubt. So make sure you contact Ben if you'd like to learn more or want to sit down and begin that process, dot fgcom is the website. You can call the office directly, 330-473-1060, and they'll be happy to sit down with you and start putting that plan together so that you don't have to worry about running out of money later in life. And That's a big concern for so many people in retirement. You want to have that confidence. So Let's close it out on that note. Ben, again, thanks for the time. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so to Unlocking Your Financial Future. We'll be back with another podcast next week. We'll be talking, oh, mailbag questions next week. So send them in to us. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that on the website. Until then, I'm Ben George. He's Ben Schrock. Thanks for listening to Unlocking Your Financial Future.
1: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through BA Schrock Wealth Management Inc. and AE Wealth Management LLC. BA Schrock Wealth Management and AE Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. BA Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice to designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.